Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Connect Calgary podcast. We are going to be starting to do something a little bit different here uh, in our podcast feed. Every week or two, we're going to be introducing you to one of the people that calls Connect Church home. They might be a dream team member, maybe a staff member. They could be somebody who just shows up on Sunday morning, but just people that we think are interesting. We want to give you the chance to get to know people at the church a little bit better. And today we are kicking things off with one of my favorite people in the whole entire congregation. I am sitting across the podcast table from Darcel Slupski. Hello. Hey, Darcel. Thanks for joining us and being the very first one to do this. Thank you for having me. Are you nervous? A little bit. Don't be. Don't <laughs> be at all. Okay, so let's start with your name. Okay. Because it's a weird one. Yes, it's Darcel Slepsky. Okay. It's a mouthful. It is. And how often do people get the name Darcel wrong? Oh, man, so often. And I've gotten called Daryl, Darcy. It's a it's a hot mess. Okay. I've even had somebody leave a voicemail when I say my name, and they say, hi, this is for Daryl. <laughs> Clearly not listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we compound the problem with the last name Slepsky. Yes. So how do people normally say that? Uh, they get my last name more right than my first name. Do they? A lot yeah. of people like... So they sound it out. It's slup ski. Like okay. it's yeah. But my husband used to say sloop ski to help people like oh, so get they, the spelling yeah, of phonetically it. Phonetically they yeah. kind of get it. Yeah. What was your maiden name? Was it weird too? It was not any better. It was Dumoulin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been saddled with a tough name your entire life. <laughs> my entire life, life oh, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. Okay, so Darcel, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you're married to. Tell us about your kids. You got a couple of really cute little kids sure. and they're entering a new stage of life. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. I'm married to Trevor Slepsky. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been married for going on five years here next week. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, happy anniversary. Thanks. Uh, we have two little munchkins. Our son Tyson is six and our daughter Kingsley just turned three. Wow. And she is a little spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've got a, a son and a daughter. Yes. Um, how are they different? Oh, man. Tyson is like a calm, reasonable, caring, loving child. Like, you can tell him something and he gets it like that. Like he just loves routine and loves rhythm. Kingsley is the same. She's still very loving. Her love language is <laughs> As touch. a mom, you're hedging your I'm bets like, right now. You're like, you know, some point in the future, she might listen she to might this listen podcast. To this. <laughs> so I don't want her to hear her mom saying, wow, she is a. She's a handful, but a good handful. She is still loving. She she will literally, if we leave the room and say, okay, we're by, like saying goodbye, she'll give everybody a hug. Stranger, oh, yeah. not stranger. She will hug everybody, and it's the sweetest thing. <laughs> She's just very active. Like, yeah. things in our house, we don't really baby-proof. We just let them know, like, hey, don't touch that. And Tyson listened. Like, you would say, don't touch. And he was like, okay. Kingsley's like, don't touch? Okay. And yeah. she, like, amps it up. <laughs> or she'll scale our pantry. And, like, things that I just didn't expect with Tyson. She's... Showing us the way. Wow. You know, from my perspective, it seems like Kingsley doesn't have a shy bone in her body. Not like a bone. she's never met a stranger. She's never met something that's too dangerous, too high, too fast, nope. too colorful, too whatever. She's into anything she can be. Anything and everything. If a ride, like if we take her to Cali Park and it's too slow, she'll say, Mommy, I want it to go faster. Mm -hmm. Or if she sees a pool, she she knows she can't swim, but she'll just jump in or like in swim lessons, she'd be like, Let me go. And I'm like, But you'll drown. Yeah. So she just doesn't get it. 
and she's just going all in. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, she's going to be a lot of fun, right? Yes. She's going to get she's into so a ton sweet. of stuff, but she's always going to keep you guys on your toes. And always. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely adorable kids. Like they're Aww. so great. Tyson in particular is so helpful on Sunday mornings. Like yes. if somebody's listening and they're not a part of our Connect Dream team, then they don't get to see him every single week, like setting up cards and putting out pens. And, yep. you know, he's just a great kid. And, and both of them really are. He loves it. He thrives off it. He used to do form flooring mm-hmm. and he loved laying that. And then he came up to me and he's like, mommy, I'm going to leave you and I'm going to go help David. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's okay, buddy. As long as you're doing what you love, go for that's it. Right. So, well, that's what we say. Connect, right? Yeah. Find a place that you love serving in yeah. and then Sundays become a joy. So exactly. he's figured that out even at, you know, four years old or yeah. whatever. So that's great. Very exciting. Okay. Yes. So you live in Airdrie. We do. Yes. Yeah. What neighborhood are you in? We're in Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Uh, it's the Southwest corner of Airdrie. Excellent. And how yeah. long have you lived there? Oh boy, sad. We moved in when Tyson was like a month old, so six years. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised in Airdrie? No, I was born and raised in Drayton Valley. Drayton Valley. small town just outside of Edmonton, north of here. Mm -hmm. I moved out to Calgary to go to school uh, for legal assistant and then found myself out in Airdrie. And never left. Moved there in about 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. And it's been home ever since. Awesome. Do you like living in the city as opposed to living in the country like Drayton Valley? Or no, no you'd rather... <laughs> I'm a country girl at heart. Okay. <laughs> I would eventually love to be back in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we love Airdrie. My husband was born and raised in Calgary, so he's a city boy. Uh-huh. Um and when I tried to get him to come out to Airdrie, he's like, it's too far. But once he got there, he realized it really isn't that bad. And yeah. we liked that it had, I liked it anyway, that it had the small town feel. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of know certain people. And if you're there long enough, it's growing immensely. But it still has that small town feel with all the city amenities. So Very it's cool. like the best of both for me. Okay. So you've got... Uh, home and Airdrie, yep. full of kids and a and couple of dogs, dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're a house full. Okay, yeah. We have a 12-year-old little Jack Russell mm-hmm. and a two-year-old boxer. Oh, exciting. Well, they, yep. they probably all just keep things a little chaotic. A but... little chaotic, but we love chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, listen, you work at Connect as our children's coordinator, and you've been doing an absolutely incredible job. Our parents love you. Our teachers love you. The kids love you. And so publicly, I just want to give you a shout well, out and let you, you know we think you're doing a bang up job. We're not really going to be talking about children's ministry though today. Today we want to get to know you just a little bit better as a person and kind of, I'll ask you a few questions and you can flesh out some stuff. Let's start with some fun things. Okay. okay? We're going to go rapid fire on this. Okay. Okay. So just give me the first like answer that pops into your mind. Okay. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Okay. Favorite ice cream. Shark bait, I think it's called. It was at shark shark attack. Shark attack. Okay. I've never heard of it. It was at the cabin at the summer. It's, um, it's blue and black, and it's delicious. Okay. That's all you need know to know. It it's not even flavors. It's colors. It's colors, and they mix, and it looks like a shark, and it was great. Okay, awesome. Shark attack. Or yep. Shark bite. What did we shark say? Shark attack. Shark attack. I'm going to yep. look forward to the grocery store. Okay. Um, give me your favorite type of music. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm a country girl at heart. Okay. I love my country music, but I also like the top 40 stuff. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay. And uh, tell me about the best vacation you've ever been on. That was probably our first vacation we took as a family to the Bahamas. Uh, Trevor had won some tickets anywhere WestJet flies. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make it count. We've always wanted to go to Atlantis. So we went when Tyson was eight months old, and it was probably our favorite trip. Yeah. We just disconnected, left all our phones, 
and just got to really spend time with Tyson and watch him love the water. It was great. So good. And you know what I'm about to say is a bit of a downer, but at least you got to go when you did because we're actually recording this and Hurricane Dorian just came through and uh, really did a number on the Bahamas. And so it'll be interesting to see how they recover in the future, but at least you were able to see them, you know, when everything was thriving and things like that. What a neat opportunity. huh? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Every time I talk to Canadians and I'm like, tell me about your best, best vacation. It's always somewhere warm. Always. Always. We escape the cold as much as we can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very good. Very good. Okay, last question, rapid fire. Yeah. Tell me the TV show that you've seen more than any other. Probably Heartland. Heartland. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's filmed right here in Alberta, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyson and I actually got to be on set of Heartland once, just as backgrounds. Are you serious? Like extras. You probably wouldn't have even noticed us. Whoa. We were just in a crowd at an equestrian jumping. And yeah, I pulled him out of school. His teacher <laughs> knew though why, so it was okay. <laughs> that's so cool. All right. That's something interesting I didn't know about you. Yeah. Tell me one more interesting thing that maybe sure. nobody knows. Okay. Deep, dark secrets here. Deep, dark secrets. No, Well, before children, I still have a passion for fitness, Mm -hmm. but I really had a passion back then, Mm -hmm. and I used to do fitness competitions. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what is a fitness competition? Like, in Um, my mind, I'm thinking, like, um, what's the, um, you know, the workout thing that they do? Oh, like, as much as you can lift. stuff like that. Yeah, is that it or no? No. Okay. Um, You're in, like, a little tiny bikini and heels, and you just show, um, there's different categories like mm-hmm. fitness or figure. So I did both. Oh, okay. So figures more like muscular mm-hmm. and then fitness is just more lean. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that was a part of your life before. Oh, well before children, <laughs> like eight, nine, maybe even a decade ago. Okay. We're learning so much. <laughs> so exciting. many things. Yeah. That, no, that's very, very cool. See, this is why we started with you because yeah. I knew there'd be tons of cool <laughs> stuff to get into and things like that. Um, so tell me a little bit about when you started coming to Connect Church why you started coming and what made you stay? Because like there are lots of great churches in the area, yeah, right? So why connect as opposed to another one of the good ones? Yeah, of course. Um, I was just at a point in my life where I wasn't really sure what to do or what was missing, but I could feel like something was missing. Um, I was talking to a friend at the time, like telling her where we were at, my struggles I was going through. And she said, why don't you come check out my church? And I kind of hesitated. And she went, it's not what you think. And I went, <laughs> okay. So I was I, I will try everything. Mm-hmm. So if those of you who don't know me, I will do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, sure, what the heck? So I went with her one Sunday. And the second I walked through the theater doors, because we meet at a movie theater, mm-hmm. I just felt at home. Oh, yeah. Like I never felt that sense of belonging somewhere before. Like I've always felt like something was missing in my life. So I would jump jobs or I would try this or try to find the next best thing. But really what I was missing was just the love of God wow. and the connection through him. Yeah. And when I walked in the first front doors, I hadn't even met you yet. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even been to the service, but everybody was so welcoming, so loving. They just didn't care. Like they didn't care that I came in like shorts and a hoodie. Like they right. didn't judge you. They just loved on you. And it was very rare and breath like, breath of fresh air yeah. to feel that. And so we got in, I sent the kids back and I'm not a helicopter mom, but mm. I love my kids. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so leaving them is like, ah. but I trusted. Mm. And that was something huge, but I just felt like everybody there was good and it was an okay place to leave them. So check the kids in. They loved it. They ran back instantly. Kingsley took a bit, but it was okay. And then we went and got coffee and tea and everybody just kept coming up saying, good morning. How oh, was it? Love hearing that. And I that. just loved it. Yeah. And then we get into the worship. I love music. Mm-hmm. Those girls, 
Amber and Simone, they killed it. They gave me goosebumps. They made <laughs> me feel things that I didn't even know I was missing to feel. Yeah. And then you came on and it was so cool to see you take the Bible, which is very confusing for even me still and mm-hmm. some others, mm-hmm. and just relate it to real life and make it, I don't know, understandable to carry on throughout the week and throughout your life. And it was just very eye-opening that it wasn't how I grew up Catholic. Mm. And it was very like, you sit down, you say hymns, you stand, like it wasn't anything like how I grew up. Yeah. And it was just really, really cool to see. And I I stuck around ever since. Love it. I am so glad to hear that because one of the things, I mean, you've heard us say this a thousand times, but um, the truth is people make a decision about whether or not they're going to visit a church again. They're going to come back another time before we ever get to the music or the preaching or anything like that. And so really the stickiest part of the church is what happens in the lobby, what happens in the parking lot, what happens is they're getting coffee and checking their kids in and things like that. Um, And so like, even if you have a great preacher or wonderful worship, like we do, um, you know, a lot of times if they've had a bad, if guests like you had had a bad experience the moment they walked in, then all of the defenses are up, right? And uh, it doesn't really matter what happens inside the theater if the experience outside the theater was bad. So I want to say, again, kudos to all of our Connect Calgary Dream Team who uh, did their job, who made you feel very welcome. It made a difference in your life. And that's why we say, hey, serving on the dream team is such a good thing. It really does make a difference. It even really if you're does. Holding a door. Exactly. Yeah. The smallest thing can make the biggest difference. Oh, so good. Okay. So let me ask you this. Okay. You said a moment ago yeah. that when your friend, who was it that invited you? It was Sarah. Sarah. Okay. So when Sarah invited you to church, yeah. you were hesitant. Yep. And she was like, it's not what you think. Okay. So <laughs> why were you hesitant? What was it about it that made you kind of think, oh, I expect it's going to be like that. And I'm not sure I want to be a part of that. Just growing up, it was very formal. You had to wear your Sunday best. And uh, okay. I didn't know, like, what do I wear? What if you get judged? Like, mm. it was so, growing up Catholic is very different. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it was going to be just like that, where you sit, you say some hymns and you leave and you're like, I don't know and understand a thing they just said. And so I wasn't sure if that's really what I was missing or what I was feeling. Right. Um, But when I hit connect, it was a complete opposite and all my guards were down, all my like yeses and nos and I shouldn't go and I shouldn't do this Mm. in my head just like melted away the second I walked in and was like, this is nothing. But I was expecting you transformed a movie theater into this life-giving church. It was very cool. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, we like to joke. Like we tell people all the time, you were probably at the movie theater just last weekend watching like Bad Moms 3 or whatever. (laughs) So you know what it's going to be like when you walk into the movie theater. It can't be that bad. Yeah. So come give it a try, right? right? Oh, so good. Okay. Um, So let me ask you this question. When did you kind of make it official with Jesus? When did you decide that you were going to own your faith, maybe ask Jesus to be your savior, your Lord? that sort of thing. What was that moment like for you as best as you can remember? Sure. Uh, It was very early on uh, when I started coming to Connect. I just felt like it was home. And the more I could hear people be like, if you call Connect home and if you feel like this is home, I just felt a calling on my heart that like, you know, this is home. Mm -hmm. And I've started to feel a change in me and within me and see my life change that I was like, this is where I'm going to call home. So Mm -hmm. I took next steps, Mm -hmm. started with one, went all the way to three. And I instantly was like, I don't want to do kids. (laughs) (laughs) I know because it doesn't, I don't know, but I was like, I'll hold the door. I'll Mm -hmm. say hi. I'm a very shy person. If I don't know you, that is not but true. once you know me, I'll open up. Okay. Like I'm kind of like an introverted outgoing person. Okay. I'm a very weird combo. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I'll hold the door. I'll say good morning, that kind of thing. And then it quickly went to, I'll 
do coffee or mm. I'll do guest center. And then a job opened up at Connect and I thought, uh, I'll apply. Like I didn't really know if I was qualified, but I was like, oh, it doesn't hurt. And now <laughs> I run kids. Yeah. So there's that for saying I'll never do kids. <laughs> Isn't that funny? God has a way of working that out. If you totally. say I'll never, he's going to make sure that you do. Exactly. Yeah, that's too funny. It's like so true. Amber used to say like, I'm never going to live somewhere where it's cold. I have to be near the beach. Joke's and on her. she's in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So you would say kind of it was the, the love of Christian community. It was yeah. the people in the church that helped draw you closer to Jesus. It really was. Yeah. Okay. Like the feeling of home and like, I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that either. So that's another fun fact. Mm -hmm. And so feeling that sense of love and like, I've always longed to have brothers and sisters Ah. and feeling that connection with people who had never really met me of like, you are my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. It was very very welcoming and very warming. That I was like, this is where I'm staying. Yeah, so good. So we've watched you make the transition um, into like a really personal and like vibrant faith with God and Jesus over the the past several years. Yep. And uh, it's been pretty cool to see. Tell me a little bit about that, that time where like, you know, maybe you're praying for the first time or you're talking about your faith, maybe with your husband or your family or something like that. Because that can be, an, it can be a difficult thing yes. if it hasn't been a part of your life before. Very um, so early on, I made the decision to get baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was about a year or so ago I got baptized. Yeah. Maybe. And I, my husband was very not church. He mm-hmm. um, supported me with going and taking the kids, but he didn't want to really have anything to do with it. And so I thought, okay, I'd always ask, but it was always a no. Mm-hmm. And so I just started praying. Uh, Jackie had introduced me to the movie called War Room. Okay. Yeah. Which... I instantly fell in love with, and I realized that there was more to just going to church and to giving back. There was a thing called prayer, and it kind of scared me because I'd never really done it. It's Mm. been a long time. I wasn't sure if I would pray right or if there is a right way, and there really isn't. I quickly found that like just having a simple conversation with God and letting him know what I'm thankful for and letting him know the things that I could use help in my life or direction in my Mm -hmm. life. It might not happen when I would like it to, but if you keep praying and you keep trusting, he will, he will succeed and he will fulfill them. Yeah, that's good. And so I kept praying that my husband would come to church because he was a flat out no. And then I (laughs) thought, I'm getting baptized. Maybe he'll come watch. And Mm -hmm. he said no. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he showed up. He totally surprised me. You didn't know he was coming. I had no idea he was coming. I came out of the lobby and I was like, what are you doing here? How special is that? So he was there with one of my best friends, Candace, and he was there for the whole thing. And Mm. from there on, I kind of thought, hey, you know, like God's moving in him. It might not be when I need it to be or when I want it to be, but he's here. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge step. Mm -hmm. So I just kept praying and thanking him. And then... I looked back when I became the kids coordinator at the prayer journals that we have for the kids. And my son Tyson was also praying for Trevor. Wow. He would say, I'm praying for my dad. Yeah. I'm praying for my dad. <laughs> and then a few short little while later, he started coming. Isn't that but so cool? It was cool? just cool to see the power of prayer. Yeah. So many people underestimate it and it's the most powerful thing. Yeah. And you just talk. Like, I didn't know which way I was going or if I was right. I just started a prayer journal and whatever thoughts I had in my head, I would just start writing them out. Mm -hmm. And whenever I had a couple minutes to myself or before bed, I would just read them. I had already prayed them, but I would just start reading them out loud again and talking to God. And that's how I learned to pray. It's so, that's fantastic. And then I learned to pray out loud in front of my team and volunteers. And it was terrifying and scary, but watching (laughs) it transform and other people learn to pray Mm -hmm. has been so 
So amazing. Man, that is incredible. Trevor is such a good guy. Like he's a yes. friend of mine. I enjoy hanging out with him. We watch football games and we go golfing together and stuff like yeah. that. He is a great, great guy. And uh, yeah, I love seeing kind of what God's doing in his life it's on so his cool. own time and things like that. So yeah, you're doing a great job kind of like spiritually setting the example for your family and things like Thank that. You. It's it's really, it's very neat to watch. In fact, Trevor has one of my favorite connect group stories and uh, it's probably your it's probably, favorite. It's my as well. favorite too. <laughs> tell, tell me how connect groups have impacted you, your family, um, that sort of thing. Sure. I love connect groups. I'm always one to get plugged in. I love meeting new people and making new friends. But when. But uh, you're an introvert, right? But a little bit. <laughs> like I'll join them, but then I'll be like the quiet person until yeah. I know somebody. And then I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll open up. Um, but one of the guys was throwing an idea around Evan of like, hey, I think I might want to start a fantasy football league. And mm-hmm. I overheard him. And I said, please do. My husband would probably join. And so he was like, okay. And then he eventually did. And so when I went to bring it to my husband of like, okay, how am I going to tell him there's a football group? And like, I can't oversell it because it's like churchy. (laughs) And so I was like, hey, babe, uh, we're having a football fantasy football group and you should totally join. Little to my knowing. He already joined online. Uh, that's <laughs> So he's like, I already signed up. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like in my head, like, ah, cool, ah, cool. But my, I was like so excited. And I was like, okay, maybe this is it. And so he dove in. He went to the league. He picked his team. He joined the WhatsApp chat. And yeah. like I could just see him realizing that like church isn't just about church. Mm-hmm. It's the community. And mm-hmm. that's why I love our connect groups is because it's an easy way to get them to see the community side of things and to just hang out with the guys and watch the football yeah. and eat the wings and <laughs> and grow that friendship and community to then see why I wanted you to come to church for so long. Yeah, it's so good. You know, we get together in that fantasy football group. It's just getting ready to kick yeah, off uh, he's next excited. week, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's the fall. And, um, you know, we get together every Monday night uh, in Airdrie. Yeah. We watch the game together. We talk trash. You know, it's all <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff. And uh, my favorite part of this whole story was he had come for a couple of weeks on Monday nights to these, you know, uh, Monday night football groups where we're just sitting around watching and eating and things like that. And then he said, so I guess since I'm going to the group, I have to start coming on Sunday mornings. And as a pastor, if he had asked me that, I would have said, hey, no, man, you take your time. Whenever you want to come, of course, you're welcome. We'd love to have you. But you don't have to be here on Sundays in order to be a part of the Connect group. You, on the other hand... (laughs) You you seized the opportunity. I totally did. And I was like, well, I mean, if you feel like you should, then like maybe come check it out. <laughs> you were kind of like, yes, you and need to be like, there on yes, Sundays. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But he did. He started coming and yeah. he's been coming for over a year. And just watching the life change in him <laughs> has been incredible. He might not always see it, but. That's so good. That's so good. Which um, connect groups are you a part of this semester? So this semester, I'm super excited to do Freedom Session. Oh, yeah, Excited and nervous. And Mm -hmm. there's so many good things about it. And so I'm doing Freedom Session. And then I'm also taking Financial Peace University. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very, very good. Those are two of our best connect groups. Like you'll see the most change in those areas, right? Yeah. They they just do such a good job. You're going to love it. Very good. And I'm also in your online one. Oh yeah. The Bible, Bible basics, basics group. Yeah. I'm yeah. very yeah. excited for that. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Help us all to get to know the scripture a little bit better. Yeah. And because it's online in a Facebook group, we don't have to get together, you no. know, every Thursday night, like in a home and things we can just join wherever we're at. So yeah, yeah very good. Very good. Okay. So final question. We'll wrap this thing up. Sure. Thanks so much for giving me 20 oh, minutes of, course, of your time. Of like course. I think people are really going to enjoy hearing your story and getting to know you a little bit better. Awesome. Um, tell me one thing yeah. that you want people to know about God or Jesus. 
And it doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world, but like, what's just one thing that, you know, friends, family, people who are kind of on the outside of church looking in, what's one thing you wish they knew about God? I just wish they knew how much he loves you, Mm -hmm. like genuinely loves you and forgives you. Like I was hesitant to dive into the faith because I thought my past or what I had done or Mm -hmm. my problems that I've had or the way I grew up, like I thought there's no way he could love me. But diving into it and really realizing that, like, he loves you 100%. Like, he will leave the 99 <laughs> to come find you. Yeah. And it, it was just the most cool life-reflecting feeling when I realized that, that, like, he genuinely loves you. Like, this is the truest form of love other than, like, a mother's to a son's, which is, like, God, a father mm-hmm, to a daughter. Mm-hmm. It was just a very cool realization that how much he loves you. Oh man, I hope the world comes to know that. That would be amazing, right? God is love. That's what the book of 1 John tells us. Most people think God is rules. God is angry. God is whatever. But in the end, his nature is love and he loves his children, every single one of us, regardless of who we are, what we've done. And I'm so glad that you've discovered that for yourself. Yes. Hey, thanks so much for joining us, Darcel. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, thank you for having me. If people see you on Sunday mornings, we want them to come up, introduce (laughs) themselves, get to know you a little bit better. Yes, I would love to get to know them better too. So please come say hi. All right. So we'll be back in another week or two. We'll introduce you to somebody else at Connect that you should really know. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Have an amazing week. We will see you on Sunday. Mm -hmm.